Hi, this is Lori Short, and this is week three of my 10-minute podcast where I share a spiritual insight from my new book called Faith, Doubt, and God's Mysterious Timing. And actually, the book comes out in two weeks on January 31st, so now would be a great time to pre-order. Okay, enough with the commercials. This week's insight is that God is in the details. If you have been listening, you know that a couple of weeks ago, we talked about how Job saw his life in context of the bigger story and how sometimes we need to do that to get a view of God and what he's doing in our life. But this week's insight is exactly the opposite, that sometimes we need to pull in and actually look through a microscope to see that God is in the details. And sometimes we overlook those details and it's an opportunity to see the fingerprints of God. And so what we're going to do is we are going to look at Matthew 1, 5, just one verse, and it's found in the genealogy of Jesus. And here is what the verse says. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Now, I don't know about you, but I read a verse like that, and I am pretty anxious to get to the next verse because it's kind of boring. But if you look at the relationships that are represented in this verse, you discover some amazing handiwork of God. First of all, talks about Salmon and Rahab being married and having a child named Boaz. Well, Rahab, if you know anything about the Old Testament, is famous in the book of Joshua because she was the prostitute that actually hid the spies, Joshua and the spies, on her roof so they could scout out the land. There was something about them that captivated her, and she believed in the God that they were talking about. So she hid them and ended up when her land was conquered she ended up going with the israelites and settling with them in their community so she became a part of them but here's the interesting thing about rahab in every other place in scripture she's called rahab the prostitute even in the new testament in hebrews 11 rahab the prostitute but in this verse there is no mention of prostitute she is simply a wife and a mother, and she's one of five women listed in the genealogy of Jesus. Even more remarkable, Rahab has a son named Boaz. And if you are familiar with the book of Ruth, who is also mentioned in this verse, you know that Ruth and Boaz fall in love, and they have this beautiful love story. And the reason that Ruth came to Bethlehem is because she followed her mother-in-law, whose name was Naomi. And even though Naomi isn't mentioned in this verse, she is part of the backstory of this verse. Because the whole reason Ruth joined the Israelites is because she wanted to help her mother-in-law, Naomi. They were both in grief because they had both lost their husbands. And actually, she and her sister-in-law and Naomi, her mother-in-law, had all lost their husbands. And so both the girls wanted to go with their mother-in-law, but she told them, you will never find another husband. And finding a husband was really important for women in that culture. They had no other way except through their sons and their spouses to have any kind of income. 
So Naomi tries to tell both girls to go back to Moab, go back to your own town. There you'll find a new start. I'm going to go back to my people and hopefully someone will take care of me. But Ruth will not leave her. And so she goes with Naomi and she ends up in this new land. And even though there's hardly any hope that she would ever find anyone to marry, a wonderful man named Boaz notices her, partly because she is such a good woman and is taking care of her mother-in-law. And he notices that she is gathering the grain that is left over as he is plowing the land. He's a wealthy landowner. And so he makes it easier for her to do that and ends up providing for her and ends up falling in love with her and they end up married. And so that is the backstory of this verse. And of course, Ruth ends up in the genealogy of Jesus too. There's only five women who are mentioned and Rahab and Ruth are two of the five women. So by default in this verse, you notice that Rahab and Ruth are now mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. And this is the only verse in scripture that mentions that. We don't know if Rahab is still alive and if they actually had any kind of relationship. But what's so interesting is that Ruth followed her mother-in-law, Naomi, and ended up acquiring a second mother-in-law named Rahab, and both Rahab and Ruth were foreigners. And so if you look even deeper in this verse, you can see that probably Boaz had his heart for foreigners because of his mother. And so all of these details are not noticed unless we take a closer look. And what this verse invites us to do is to do the same in our own life. One of the things that I try to do, and I would encourage you to do so as well, is to look a little deeper into some of the things that appear to be haphazard details in our lives. And sometimes we can find more meaning in them. One of those for me is that I was engaged to a man that I didn't end up marrying, and we were engaged for a year and a half. And I ended up becoming very close with his daughter. She was eight years old. And so part of the heartbreak for me in breaking up was not just him, but the relationship that I lost with his daughter. But then years later, when I got married and got a stepson who was six years old when I married my husband, I realized more of why that little girl was in my life. She was there to prepare me for being a stepmom. And so sometimes we can look back on things that even were difficult or in my case, tragic and see that God actually was at work in those details in a way we never would have noticed at the time. But as life moves on, you begin to make connections with things in your past and you realize that things happen to you that God used later on. And that is one way that you can see God at work. And sometimes we have to take that closer look because so often in life, it's a little bit like reading a genealogy. We just go through the motions. But if we look a little closer, we can see God at work. Here's what I've noticed. The evidence of God's touch whispers rather than shouts. And that's why we have to look closer to see it. Many of the details of our lives go unnoticed. 
And I would invite you to take the time to look back, to see things maybe that you haven't thought of before in ways that God has worked in your life. The presence of God is invisible, but there are things that we can look for to witness it. And so we discover this week that just as we discovered God is in the big, he's also in the small. And in those two places, we can observe that God is always doing more than we can see. So let me read this verse again. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. How God brought these two women together is only seen in this verse. Don't miss what God is doing around you that might require you to look. Thanks for tuning in.